Come and see the Lord is good. Come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Come and see the Lord is good. Come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. 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 Lord is good. There is nothing He cannot do. There is nothing He cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. Come and see the Lord is good. Come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Come and see the Lord. You need to appreciate him. He's good all the time. See the Lord is good. Oh yes, there is nothing he cannot do. Yes. Come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. Praise the Lord. Our Lord is good. Let's be seated. Our Lord is good all the time. There is no mountain that is too difficult for him to use the bulldozer of heaven to level. Whatever be the mountain that you are looking at, you are thinking maybe this is too big, God will level it. That is why we are celebrating victory every month ending. Now, this is the sixth victory night this year. You'll be wondering that at this only the set of people that are testifying to God. That mine has not come. Yeah, you are also having victory. For you sleeping and waking up is a victory. Hallelujah. So many people slept yesterday, they are no more. It's not that you are too righteous. It's a victory. So what I'm trying to say is that if I should begin to call everyone, you will have one or two testimony to give as well. God bless you. Very briefly this evening we'll be looking at the power of prayer in victory. The power of prayer in victory. And specifically we'll be looking at Ezekiah prayer for healing. That sister said she fast and pray. Because she knew what she's expecting. And thank God we are fasting now also. And you know what you are expecting as well. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bible to Second King 20. Verse 1 to 11. Brother Matthew.
in those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned his face towards the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth. Praise the Lord. Uh, we, we all know the story. So you can read that um, at your free time, just to remind yourself about the story. What I'm trying to say here is that Ezekiah was regarded as a good king. But in the later part of his life, he, he fell sick and very, very close to death. Then, Prophet Isaiah came and pronounced his sickness was unto death. This led to Ezekiah pleading for his life. And surprisingly and amazingly, God sympathized with Ezekiah and he was healed. But one thing I want us to know is that there's something I learned about the sickness of the Hezekiah. And one, the first one is that even good people suffer sickness. Because if you look at our sister, good people suffer sickness. They suffer from sickness. Don't think that because you are good that um, you will not have various challenges. You will have. Sister, can I have this slide, please? Ezekiah was a very good king. In Second King, eighteen one to eight. Sister, this slide. Ezekiah was a very good king. If you read that uh, Second King, eighteen one to eight. In this particular chapter, I will identify what makes him to be a good, uh, a good king. In verse 3, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. In verse 4, he removed the high places. In verse 5, he trusted in the Lord. And in verse 6, he held fast to the Lord. In verse, seven, in verse 6 again, be part of it, he kept his command, commandments. And in verse 7, it was confirmed that the Lord was with him. Verse 7 again, he rebelled against the king of Assyria. And in verse 8, he subdued the Philistines. You see, with all these criteria, that shows that Ezekiah was a good person. But still, he felt sick. So don't think that when we are talking of sickness, it's not necessarily we are talking about only the, um, the being sick or being ill. You might be financially sick. You might be, your job can be sick. If your job is not moving well, that shows that you are sick. So what I'm trying to establish here is that good people fall sick. Being righteous does not accept you from the trial of life. You will face those challenges. Like the sickness of that blind man. 
was not attributed to anything. That is in the book of uh, John 9, 2-3. They asked Jesus Christ, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parent, that he was born blind? blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the work of God should be revealed in him. You are passing through some challenges, some trials. God wants to bring something out there. It's not left for you to fight for your victory. You need to fight for your victory. Don't allow devil to deprive you of the victory. Number two, that I learned from Ezekiah's sickness, God answers prayer for healing. Ezekiah cried out, to God for healing. This is how we should pray. That sister when he was giving her testimony, she said she she prayed, she prayed, she, she cried out because she knows where the shoe is paining her in her leg. Everyone that have given testimony here, they know where the the pain is. So they pray towards that. And what happened at the last? They received the victory. Sometimes, like I said earlier, you might be financially sick. You might be spiritually sick. If you are not praying enough, that is spiritual sickness. You might be physically sick. That is illness. Sometimes we have some hard desire. If your hard desire is not being fulfilled, it's also sickness. You need to seek victory in this manner. So, oftentimes we pray very briefly when we need something from God. Maybe we pray for five minutes, few minutes, and that is what we do. Well, in the case of Ezekiah, Second Kings 20 verse 3 says, When it was pronounced for him that that sickness was unto death. Ramatu, can you read uh, 20 verse 3? Hear what remember, he did. Remember now, O Lord, I pray. How I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart, and have done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. You see, when something is within your mind, is turning you in your mind, you need to go to God on your knee. But I want to ask one question, because Hezekiah here said, Remember how I walk before you. Can we say that of you? What are you doing behind that will prevent you from challenging God? Challenging Him that, Lord, I've done this, I've done that. Because if you are saying that, if behind your mind, there is something that's keeping you away from God, your conscience will remind you. You have said this, and Satan is very funny. He will quickly remind you that you don't have that boldness to say it. For you to receive your victory. You need to walk before God in holiness. You need to walk before Him in holiness. Surprise thing is in verse 5 and 6. What happened when Ezekiah offered this prayer? God gave him fivefold reply. Quickly. Quickly. God gave him fivefold reply. Number one, I have heard your prayer. That's verse five. God told him, be looking, be checking your Bible. B, 
I have seen your tears. That is also in verse 5. This is God speaking now to Ezekiah. Can God do that for us? See, surely I will hear you. This is confirmation. That is confirmation that because God respects his word. God confirmed that I will hear you. That's those three points are in verse 5. D. I will add to your days 15 years. That is in verse 6. And lastly, I will deliver you and the city from the hand of king of Assyria. You see, sometimes if you are victorious today, you are not the only one that will enjoy it. All the testimony I had tonight, I'm very proud to hear that. That means I share from that testimony. Because of the prayer of King Ezekiah, God extended answer to his subject. When you have your victory as well, your spouse, your children, your father, your mother, they will also benefit from it. And I pray, the area you are looking at for victory, God will give you that victory in the mighty name of Jesus. When you have this victory, people that surround you, you remember the message I gave here regarding uh, um, the man that was running away from God, Jonah. Because he he ran away from God, people that surrounded him, they lost their goods. The same thing when you have your victory, people that surround you, they, they will also be blessed. That is exactly what happened. So, if you are fortunate, your family is fortunate. Your children are fortunate. If you are fortunate in your job, then even your establishment, your, your, your employer is also fortunate. If you are victorious, it will affect people that surround you. That is exactly what happened. So, God answers sincere prayer from the heart. In Eskara's case, his case, his answer came immediately. I saw him barely walk out. I saw was still within the courtyard when God asked him to go back. That he should go back and give five those five answers. Can God say that about us today? All we need to do is that whatever that will deprive us from all this, we need to do away with it. Our victory is right in front of us. It's right in front of us. You may be thinking that this is the year, half the, uh, of the year, I've not received answers to what I'm looking for. I'm assuring you, all you need to do is to walk before God with all holiness. And God will answer our prayer in Jesus' name. So when it comes to healing, we must believe that it is God. It is God's will to, to heal. Unless we have heard otherwise from the Holy Spirit. Unless the Holy Spirit is saying something else. But Holy Spirit will always work in line with God. So God provides healing through the cross. The book of Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chalismens for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So, and I pray tonight, wherever you are expecting healing, 
talking about healing, I'm not talking about illness only. I'm talking of general sickness. It might be financial or whatever it is. Begin to search your heart. God will heal you in the mighty name of Jesus. It is the will of God to heal us and to give us the victory over various sickness that we might be passing through. Hallelujah. Number three, that I learned from Ezekiah's prayer. God gives sign for healing. Second King 2011. 2011. So Isaiah the prophet cried out to the Lord, and he brought the shadow ten degrees backward, by which it had gone down on the sundial of Ahaz. Praise God. There are a lot of people that, when they are praying to God, you know, they will make vow that God, if you do this, I'm going to do this. They will vow that, Lord, this is what I want from you. But when you do it, this is what I'm going to do. And sometimes people will ask for various impossibilities. They will ask for what they think might not be possible. And that's exactly what Ezekiah did here. Ezekiah asked for an impossible sign and God answered his prayer. You see, normally the shadow will, will follow the direction of light. If a light is shining to you this way, your shadow will be at this way. But Ezekiah asked for the shadow at the other side. And what happened? Isaiah called upon the Lord and God perfected. So we have several men of God in the Bible who asked God for sign when their faith was not enough. God, when their faith was not enough to believe God for the impossible event, impossible, even after God spoke to them. We, we, we know some of them. Number one is uh, Gideon. Gideon asked for impossible fees. B is Moses. Even when God spoke to Moses, Moses still asked that who is speaking, that he should identify himself. And how will he know that it's God that is speaking? The same thing Elisha, Sipat, Elijah's mantle. So we have this, God gives sign. God might be giving you sign for your victory. You need to have the spirit to discern, to understand that this is the sign that God is giving me. And when you see that sign, you need quickly to act on it. Number four part, God gives instruction for healing and expects us to follow that instruction. That we go back to verse 7. Verse 7. Then Isaiah said, Take a lump of figs. So they took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. See, God gives specific instruction. If you look at the case of Naaman, in Second Kings 5, he was asked to dip in River Jordan how many times? Seven times. Let me ask you, if he has gone there to dip himself six times, will he receive the victory? No. So God gives instruction. 
That's one of the things I learned from this Ezekiah. So, God gives specific instruction. So if Naaman has gone to River Jordan and dipped himself there, it will not happen. So, for Ezekiah's case, he has to apply herbs on the boil and God heal him. God can use any method to heal you. Any method. One of the sisters said here that uh, he used prayer and fasting. It's a method. It's a method that God can use. God can use medicine to heal you. The same medicine you are taking, we have people that are taking it and they never survive. Except God heal you. It is not the medicine that is healing you. So for you to receive your victory, to have that total victory, you need to know that God gives instruction. You need to obey that instruction. What is the instruction? Maybe you, are, you want to, your job, you need promotion in the office. And your inner conscience is ministry to you that have three days fast and prayer. How you are thinking that with this heat, how can I fast? You are postponing your victory. Follow instruction. Maybe in the, in the altar here, call a maid that let us fast for our victory three days from Saturday to Monday. Say, so, okay, after all, pastor is not there. You maybe, as a man, you fast at home. Your wife knows that you are fasting. When you get to office, one way or the other, they are distributing a sweet. Say, so, okay, it's a small sweet, let me have it. That is the trick devil is using to deprive you of your victory. Praise God. God used healthy food. Healthy food. If you are eating the right food, you'll be healed. If you are eating the wrong food, you have been told, don't eat this, you neglect it. You neglect that instruction. And what will happen? You will not receive your healing. And most important one, corporate prayer and fasting is the most accurate way of getting your victory fast. That is what God will use to heal you. So many do not receive healing as they ignore the instruction given in God's word. Now, the New Testament contains specific instruction concerning healing. Let's open our Bible to the book of James. James 5, we'll be reading from 13 to 15. Before then, this, this story of Hezekiah is an amazing story. God answers specific requests. When you are praying, don't just pray amiss. Pray to a particular point. You know what you want. Don't offer general prayer. General prayer God answered. If you want to receive the healing, you want to receive your victory, you need to point your prayer to a specific one. Use this to try God and see what God will do in your life. Now, James 5, 13 to 15.
Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the Praise God. And the prayer of the fervent uh, righteous man. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Hallelujah. In verse 14 of that, it says, Call for elders to pray for you. That is verse 14. It also says, Anoint with oil. That is instruction for healing. For you to receive your victory. Pray over him. That is for the elders to pray over him. And confess your troubles to one another. That is very important. Because what can take your victory away from you are the trespasses, the sins that we are committing. So, in that same James 5.16, it says, The effective permanent prayer of righteous man availeth much. To this point, is there anyone among us here that is sick, financially sick, spiritually sick, or is healed? So, if you are here, I will use this time to call upon you to come forward as the elders will come forward to pray for you and they will lay their hand upon you and pray along with you wherever you have needs for prayer. I call upon you now to move out so that the elders will pray along with you and they will agree in oneness with you. While we are doing that, continue to tell God for any one of us that are not coming forward, begin to mention to God the area, the specific area that you want God to set you free. Those particular areas that you want God to prove himself in your life. So begin to tell God that, Lord, this is the area I want you. Is there anyone among us here that you need one or two prayers that to touch your life, either for your children, for your spouse, for your family member that are not here, Make yourself as point of contact for this. So begin to tell God, for everyone that is sitting down, God, touch my life. Heal me. Set me free. You know the area you need victory. Give me the victory. Give me my victory. So begin to mention it to God. Begin to appreciate God for those of you that are sitting down. Tell God that this is the second second period of the year. You must be free. You must be set free. Whatever the area that you feel that you need God to speak to your life, begin to mention it to God. Don't pray amiss. Focus your prayer in a specific area. Use this to see what God will do. 
And you will come here for your testimony by next month. Call on the elders to come out, please. As you are sitting down, continue to pray. The choir. Sitting down, continue to pray.
Let's be on our feet. Quickly, we're going to pray our prayer point for today. We'll pick one of them, one or two, and we pray. And the first prayer we're going to pray that God will give us the grace to live a life of holiness and to be at peace with all men. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to live a life of holiness. I receive grace to live a life of holiness. Let's receive that same order of grace for every member of this church. Lord, you have said we must be holy. And we are committed to be holy. But we know this flesh wants to deny us. But today we call on you for your help. In the name of Jesus. That we shall live a life of holiness. And we shall follow peace with all men. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The next we have said, Father, every agenda of disgrace set for me and my family. Terminate them in Jesus' name. Destroy them in Jesus' name. Go ahead and come to them. Every agenda of disgrace that the enemy has for you and your household. Lord, I destroy them in the name of Jesus. I destroy every agenda of disgrace, every agenda of harassment, every agenda of failure, every agenda of miserable life, every agenda of unfortunate happening. Lord, that the enemy has for me and my household, and for every member of this church, we destroy them in the name of Jesus. Declare that only the counsel of God shall stand. Only the counsel of God shall stand. Only the purpose of God shall stand in our life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. One of the prayers we have prayed, of course, which we have been praying since morning, is that there will be fresh outbreak of testimony. And we have seen that come to pass today. How many testimonies do we have today? Five, right? Was it five? Five. It was five, right? Seven. You, you can imagine. Do you know what seven means? Perfection. Let's go and thank God for all this testimony. Thank God for all the testimony. The prayer is answered already. And tell God that, Lord, I am coming next month to give my home. Go ahead and tell him, Lord, I shall come next month to give my own testimony. We shall come next month to give testimony again. Lord, my home will be among the number. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's pray this way also. Let the resurrection power of God bring back to life whatever that is dying in my life. Everything that is dead. The power that made Jesus to rise from that grave. Begin to say, Lord, let that power be released and let everything dead in my body, everything dead in my life, Whatever that is dead in your life, in your marriage, in your career, command them to come alive by the resurrection power. In the name of Jesus, everything dead in every of our life, in the life of all our family members, in the life of every member of this church, we command to come alive by the resurrection power. In the name of Jesus, thank you Holy Spirit. In Jesus' 
mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want to believe God has answered your prayers. The put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Him. God is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. I know of you enjoyed the fasting. You enjoyed being sincere. <laughs> Praise God. The first day, let me tell you one secret about fasting. The first day is always challenging. But the second day, what happens? You are ready to go for the next hundred days. It will still be the same. Praise God. Now, the workers, our own fasting continues till Friday. We're going to be praying on Friday. What time, Pastor? What time? Five. Five o'clock. Five o'clock, we are not the venue on, uh, we are not the venue on Friday. But please, our workers, you are functioning in any department in this church. God wants you to fast until Friday, every day, and be praying. You have the prayer point, please be faithful. And of course, when you pray the prayer points here, you have your own prayer point to it. Please don't forget, don't forget your prayer point. Tell your neighbor, don't forget your prayer point. I know you will not forget. <laughs> Praise God. So please, let's come here, chat on Friday. Friday is going to be glorious, because we are all waiting on the Lord. And if you are not working, but you feel like joining, please join. Nobody stop you from fasting. Fast and pray, and you see what God will do in your life. And we shall testify in Jesus' name. Let's share the grace of God of fellowship with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness and peace, you are blessed in Jesus' name.